0: Hi everybody, parents, Burke Eichler, a.k.a. The Reb, the Reb with the Cause, and the Cause is You. Continuing on our quest to grow for greatness, you know, as the Jewish year commences and is now well underway, as we've already gone through, amazingly enough, the Parsha of Genesis, Beratius, and now in Parsha's Noah, I'd like again to refer to Rabbi Zellig Fliskin's wonderful work called Grow Through Torah, in which there are a number of things that are germane, pertinent for things for us to think about as we now head, at least on the East Coast, into the fall season, heading into winter not far behind. But wherever we are, the year now begins. The year now unfolds. The year now begins to reveal that which God, Akadosh Baruch Hu, has decreed for each and every one of us throughout the entire world, every creature that he created, every single human being, every animal, every blade of grass, everything in the entire universe will now begin to to chart the course of destiny that Hashem has chosen for each of us. And of course, the role that we play in being active participants in that destiny, making The only thing we can possibly do is choice, the right choice. The result is always in Hashem's hand. We have a choice to be happy or not to be happy. Whatever circumstances we're in, that which God puts us in, which Hashem puts specifically for you and I to be able to grow from that which we are confronted with. Now, many people, for example, when winter sets in or um, circumstances, can cause a person to feel down, depressed, we shouldn't have to know from it, but we know that it's a part, fact of life. You know, 80% of people are said to be on some type of antidepressant or tranquilizer, some people say the other 20% should be, but you don't have to be. The Kovac himself, who went through some many challenging times, as those who have studied his life know, said that there is a bona fide cure for the ailment of depression or being down or feeling negative. And it's not a panacea, it's tried and true. And it's right in the passages which are quoted at the beginning of Beratius of Genesis, which says, And then it goes on to say, or And Hashem said, Let there be light, and there was light. Let there be light, and there was light. or there was light. The Kovachim tells us that merely knowing that there is a of Shalom, a Creator, the only Creator, that in itself should bring us comfort and give us uplift and a a positive outlook to realize that everything is in His hands and everything He does is for our good. But that's not always easy to implement into a course of action that changes your state of mind and the, the way we react to and the way we deal with things that are given to us. So Hashem brings us to it, He will bring us through it. But He says by repeating this phrase, Yehi or, Yehi or, Vayomer Elohim, Elohim, Yehi or, Vayhi or, Vayhi or, vai or, and there was light, and there was light. It's not merely a mantra. It's a fact of life, or a fact of light, actually, which should reinforce our sense of belief, of trust, confidence, Absolute knowledge that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is guiding us, and that from Sohu Vohu, chaos, darkness, the deepest darkness a person could experience, and the next instant, a radiating light that lit up the entire universe. That is a light which is radiant from within side of us, when we see that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is guiding us, and that from one deep dark moment or moments of despair and God forbid, desperation in the next moment there can be a radiating light fulfillment satisfaction and joy if we'll allow ourselves to place ourselves in a state of mind that recognizes that everything that Hashem does is for our best there's nothing to be depressed about yes there are things to be concerned about of course but not to throw you to realize that we have to have a sense of hope a sense of anticipation and enthusiasm and even if that that um, that remedy has not come at the moment. It should be in our pocket as though it did come. And certainly when it does come, we should feel a sense of ec- ecstasy, of joy. But we should feel it right now, just by saying, V'yomra Yor i'or, v'hi'or, Or," And there was light, and there was light, and there was light, and there will be light. We have to understand that. It can turn despair and depression into a state of joy and ecstasy. And without, Without artificial inducements, without drugs, without, ty- without becoming um, engaged in, in, in those activities which only take us further away from our ultimate and true purpose. Not to use the artificial stimulants, which are vapid and void and empty and, at best, illusionary and and, short, and short-lasting. So, it's important. I want you to think about it. It's something I use, and it helps, and I can tell you that when that personal redemption actually comes, you'll be glad that you were one of those who said, Vayom or vayi or vayi or, v'yi'or, or, v'yi'or, and there was light, and there was light. And one of the ways you can do that also, we see in Parshas Noach, as Rabbi Pliskin points out, by seeking the company of people who you can learn positive qualities. You know, I once spoke to a person who told me that... Um, he just had a negative outlook on everything. I mean, literally everything. And I told him, you have to be more positive. And he told me he was positive. He was positive that he felt miserable. But that's not the way to do it. You have to be positive about being positive, And being around people from whom you can learn positive traits helps. When it says, Eilat told us Noach, and these are the generations of Noach. Noah was a completely righteous man in his generation. Now, Rashi cites two Talmudic opinions from the Talmud, Gomorrah, and Sanhedrin regarding the words, In his generation. Now, some see this as a praise of Noah. In an evil generation, he was righteous by comparison. If he were in a righteous generation, he would have been even more righteous. But other, others see this as a negative statement. Only in his own generation Was he considered righteous? But if he were living in Avram Avinu's generation, he would not have been considered anything special, according to that opinion. Now, the Qasem Sofer commented on this, that both opinions are actually correct, and there's not really an argument. Well, how could that be? So, if Noah would have stayed the way he was in his own generation, then in Avram's generation, he would not have been special. But the reality would be that if Noah were in Avram's generation, he would have been influenced so positively by Avram, and Noah would have been much greater than he actually was, brought down in Torah's motion. Now, this is a fundamental, very basic lesson on the importance of being in the presence of elevated, positive people. We are all influenced by our surroundings. We all know that. You go into a perfume factory, you're going to come out smelling like perfume or in a place which is not so wonderfully scented, the exact opposite. When you're close to people who act in an elevated manner, when they're up, when they're positive, when they are people of character, who understand meaning and value and purpose and views our lives, you are automatically influenced in positive ways. You know, Rabbi Yusuf was once asked if he had studied under Rabbi Zundel Salant, who was known to be his teacher. You know what? Rabbi Salanta replied, I didn't study under him. I saw him. Which means that not only was he a student, but he was an observer. It's interesting, the word in English for face, I believe Rabbi Pesach Kron pointed this out, um, is also related to the word facade, that which is the outward appearance. So in, in secularized vernacular, the facade or the face of a person Shows the external. However, interestingly enough, from an authentic Torah perspective, in Yiddish or in Hebrew, panim is a person's face. A panim, a beautiful face. But it also reflects the word panim, panim, inside. That the face is a clear indicator of what's going on inside a person. If you look at a person's face and study it, you'll be able to determine what is going on inside that person unless the person's just a moir-dig-a-poker player. But even a poker face eventually will concede to the reality beneath it. Just take a careful look at a person's actions, as Rabbi Salanter did of his Rabbi Rebzundel. Just taking a careful look at his actions and habits were already an entire series of lessons in elevated behavior. And I think we can all say that when we meet those people that behave in an elevated way, who are positive and upbeat We, too, feel that way, and we, too, can be reflections of that to other people who will see us, to be positive, to be upbeat, to be enthusiastic. The outside affects the inside. Let your punim, your face, shine with the inner joy of knowing that Hashem is in control of everything, and remember, there was light, as I said before. It's not just a fact of life, it's a fact of light. Your face can light up the entire world and start by lighting up that which is inside you to bring joy to yourself and joy to others. Parents, be Eichler, a.k.a. The Red, Grow for greatness.